0: Hi everyone, this is Lauren, and welcome back to our next mini-sode of the Four of a Kind podcast. This podcast is for all of those out there just like us trying to figure out what's next in our careers. So join us and our guests as we discuss navigating our jobs, entrepreneurship, and all the ups and downs along the way. Okay, so we have another question here for the team, and this time it's based on those Myers-Briggs type indicator like personality tests. Are you on, more on the introverted scale or the extroverted part of the scale? And how does that play out in your work life? Michelle, you want to kick it off? Sure.
1: Thanks, Lauren. Um, so firstly, I'm a little bit nervous to answer this question because people from work have started to listen to our podcast because <laughs> I finally told people about it. And, uh, I hope this is a judgment free zone for all you listeners out there. Um, so my understanding of introvert versus extrovert is that you get more energy from being alone versus you get a lot of energy from being with people. And when people don't know me well, they tend to think that I'm an extrovert. And uh, lo and behold, I think I'm an introvert. I have a very, very externally facing role. I get in front of customers, I have to talk to people all day long, I have to present day in, day out. And um, I actually get really nervous in front of people. And I am a really nervous presenter. So, uh I would say that I'm on the introvert side of the scale. One of the things I had to work on a whole lot was kind of funny enough. I I grew up not really talking on the phone to my friends because I wasn't allowed to. And so I had a job right out of college where I had to be on the phone all the time. And I was terrified of being on the phone. So I had to practice it (laughs) over and over and over again. Um, And the same thing with networking. I just forced myself to identify at least three people that I wanted to speak with and figure out what I want to speak with them about. And until I accomplished that, I wasn't allowed. I didn't permit myself to leave networking event. So much so that today, whenever I talk to new trainees who seem to be a little bit on the shyer side, or they are like, gosh, like, I don't feel comfortable presenting to a group of people. I'm like, it's okay. I completely get it. This is how I got over it. It's not gonna work for everyone. But make it a game see like how long you could say it at a networking event see how many people you can speak with and definitely talk to yourself in the mirror before going and presenting in front of a whole bunch of people because it'll give you that practice that you need so um yeah I would say that I'm an introvert does that surprise anyone uh, no I, if- I
2: thought no. I kind of thought that's what you would say
1: based on school where I just like would become a hermit and not like long periods of time.
2: Yeah. I think if it yeah, if it's if based on your definition of recover recovery or I think that's right. But I mean when you started off you were saying, I hope this is a judgment free zone. It it shouldn't matter at at all what people are. It, and I know I think part of it is there's preconceived notions about what that means in work. You can't be in sales if you're introverted, but there should be no judgment anyway. If you're thinking about judging, don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Kelsey. What about you? Well, I, I feel strongly about that because I'm also an introvert. So, And I don't know if people necessarily think I'm an extrovert, but I have had a lot of jobs where it requires me to be very social and speaking to a lot of people and interacting constantly. And I think in the world of when my the job I had for a while and I worked in government affairs and lobbying is like that is a very extroverted field. And I definitely didn't feel like I had the same exact personality as everyone else. But I also felt like I learned so much from that job because it forced me to challenge myself every day. To what you were saying before, Michelle, about make it a game, you know, give yourself a goal. I think that's really useful advice in those kinds of scenarios. In the book, Quiet, they talk about when it's something you're really passionate about, you exhibit tendencies that are more extroverted. And when you're either recovering or it's just something that's not your passion, then those tendencies tend to be more introverted. So anyway... I just ramble. Yeah, no,
3: I I think that's actually interesting that you said that because I was gonna say I think I'm a little bit of both. I flip flop between the introvert and the extrovert archetype depending on the situation, and it's a spectrum, right? There are things in life that are a little easier to categorize, but I think this is one of those things where you can't always put someone in just one of the two buckets. I mean. I definitely enjoy talking to people, especially, you guys know I enjoy meeting entrepreneurs and I don't think, and I don't mind talking to a huge group of people either. I've had speaking duties, I was on a, an innovation panel, for instance, with 200 people in the audience, so based on that, you'll probably say I'm an extrovert because being around many people doesn't necessarily drain me and sometimes it even energizes me. Again, depending on the situation, probably the topic of conversation um, whereas a true introvert will just have their energy sucked out of them if they have to talk to that many people having said that there are times where you know i just need to be alone to be able to do my own thing to to be able to think and reflect and and focus on tasks i i want to accomplish so yeah I, i'm a little bit of both maybe maybe a bit more towards extroversion on the spectrum but um still kind of in the middle uh, i think having some extroverted characteristics certainly helped me at work because i i have to deal with a lot of people i have or I meet a lot of people and sometimes I have to talk in front of a lot of people and also if I have a strong position about something, um, I tend to speak up about it and, and take action when I think it makes sense. At the same time, I think having some of the more introverted characteristics also help me because I, I also you know try not to just make impulsive decisions and, and, and actually think think through things.
0: It's kind of a trick question because every one of these is a scale, right? So like every person is not, it's very rare to be on one of the extremes, either entirely extroverted or entirely introverted. I mean, my husband is one of the people that is entirely extroverted (laughs) 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 and, and you guys know him. So you, you know that that is, that definitely fits, but Actually, one of the benefits of being introvert, introverted, and I think I've taken this test. And I think it was when we had to do. I, I think it was understanding labor markets, Michelle. I I think it was in that class we had we could take that we could take the full on personality test. And I think I, I was slightly extroverted in that, which um, didn't really shock me all that much. It was pretty much pretty balanced. But one of the things that introverts have tend to also be really strong with and it's really good in in business is being very self-aware. So, like those are things that I think you can utilize having a good self-awareness and taking that into the workplace. But personally for me being slightly extroverted, I think it means like fine with communicating in a large group of people and having to deal with a lot of stakeholders on a daily basis doesn't drain me. Like but I wouldn't say I'm extroverted. I could, I still shy very much away from sales. I could not, I could not do that job. That would, I've been asked to actually, when I was switching jobs to do that job a couple different times. And I was like, ah, that's not for me. But after coming from an organization where there was a very big organization with a lot of computer scientists, with highly introverted people, I could definitely tell that I was more on the extroverted side. And so I think I just utilized that to my advantage to be able to actually communicate across a lot of different teams well. That was probably one of the greatest strengths to help you be successful in that job. And it wasn't being the loudest person in the room. It was just understanding all the other people and communicating directly to them and saying what they needed to hear. So I think if you can actually use that kind of introverted self-awareness and maybe translate it like you did, Michelle, into like... I can use this for networking purposes and use my extroverted side to kind of move the ball forward on a task and like give yourself a goal that can help. So it doesn't matter really what side you're on. You can find strengths in both.
1: Yeah, I really wish I could have told my fifth grade self that hid under the table when I had to present my um, science fair project that it will all be okay.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think that self-awareness is a great point. And I mean, just based on how the four of us framed this discussion, knowing yourself, okay, how do I best recover? How am I going to do best in this scenario? What do I need to succeed in this scenario? Like, that's the key, right? It doesn't so much matter what the answer is or what, it doesn't matter what you are. It just matters like you know and are aware enough to understand And then can make sure, you know, you're doing the things that make you succeed in like all this variety of scenarios, whether it's at a dinner, whether it's at a networking reception, whether it's giving a speech, whether it's studying up on the next thing, you have to prepare for a meeting in two weeks. And I think all those things together, that's probably the better way to think about it, as opposed to trying to, we don't need to label ourselves or put ourselves in a box. I feel like I can kind of span both these worlds to some extent, but when I read the book, Quiet which is about introverts in business, like every page I was like, oh, that's me.
0: Oh,
3: that's, me.
0: that's also me. I think it's also introversion. It can really be a strength in the fact that extroverts tend to be more impulsive. So you always remember extroverts, right? Because they're always, they don't mind saying what they think, which is great. But I always tend to be more in the room, like observing and taking in information before I ever speak and it so it comes off as more reserved but I'm analyzing you know so Mm
3: -hmm.
0: like you said Kelsey you have to use those different pieces to kind of get to the end goal and and use them in a smart way
2: I also think it's interesting that the four of us all felt like we were either in the middle well Lauren you were like slightly extroverted I think the rest of us were on the introverted side and we're all doing a podcast where we talk to people (laughs) every week I think
3: I think I'm I'm probably like Lauren more on the extroverted side, but it's still, it's to to Lauren's point, it's a continuum. So it's, and most people are kind of in the middle. That's true. It's
1: all relative to whoever you're comparing yourself to at that point, I guess. Right. Um, this morning, this really, really sweet lady on my team just really needed to tell me about her morning. All I could think was, you are such an extrovert and a morning person, and it's not even 9am yet. Like I... <laughs> I'm like I'm trying so hard um, but she was clearly an extrovert relative to me at 9am in the morning so just wrapping it up um, now you know a little bit more about us and our thoughts on our I guess self reflection let us know what you think by emailing us at four of a kind podcast at gmail.com or on Instagram the handle is at four of a kind podcast so thanks everyone and until next time on four of a kind podcast need like
3: a high need like a tagline like <laughs> <laughs>